This episode has been brought to you by our friends over at CMB Law. If you find yourself in a tight spot and you need an attorney to trust, call Courtney over at CMB Law, 941-747-4440 or 941-725-9457. You can also visit her site at cmbjustice.com. CMBJustice.com. Again, that's Courtney at CMB Law. Tell them that Thomas Free Me sent you from the Thomas Free Me podcast show. Hey, everybody. I just want to take a moment to thank all my subscribers and listeners that dedicate a little bit of time just to hear what I got to say. Thank you so much, but the struggle is real and it continues. Please spread awareness. And do your part by making sure that you are subscribed and liking each of the episodes that you listen to. Share my episodes and and spread awareness of my channel and what it is that I'm doing. These things, these little things right here is what helps me grow and helps sponsorship come my way as I am a struggling ex-con. I appreciate the support, the love, and thank you so much for tuning in. More to come. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, happy Friday, happy Friday, January 14th, 2022, 14 days into the new year, how's your new year going so far, how's these two weeks been, how you starting it off, you staying strong, staying positive, keep it moving, keeping things flowing, sticking to the script, I've been pretty emotional the past couple days, just a wide array of, of different emotions I've been dealing with. Uh, I'm no longer part of NAB Radio or U.S. Behind the Walls. Apparently that just ended up being an apparition, let's just say. So kind of discouraging. I put a lot of time and effort into an apparition. And uh, these are just some of the issues that we go through as returning citizens when we're just trying to make a name for ourselves, you know. But that's not what I came here to talk about. What I came here to talk about is shit just got real. Shit just got real, man. Shit just got real. Shit just got real. And what I mean by that is if you're following me and you're a steady subscriber, which I thank you tremendously for all the love and support that I get from my listeners. Um, I'm growing and people are, are seeing me and who I am and I'm gaining a lot of support from that. So I appreciate the fact that people are really starting to tune in and just hear me and listen to my message. I am here for we the people. I'm sacrificing me for we the people to bring unity all in 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 exchange for a better life for my daughter a more secure life in a country with the same rights and privileges that I had growing up and and the lineage on down so I'm just trying to do my part as an American citizen you know American citizen to ensure that this stays in place my life's experiences have taught me that this is in peril. Us, the American citizen, is not living what we're being told we're living. And I think a lot of people are starting to to realize this. A lot of people are just 
turning off their TVs and, and just shutting off the distractions around them so they're able to think clearly of just their universe, not what's going on around the world, but what's just going on in their universe. They're able to pay attention to the details they were missing before because of the distractions. And people are, are really starting to, to become aware that shit is not as it appears to be. It's not. So people are just being better people, I think. We still have a lot of a lot of issues to deal with, but I think people are really honestly trying to, to cut off the distractions and just be better people in their universe and around them. And that's all it takes. Again, my message is very simple, yet hard to achieve. Just imagine, I just want you to imagine that if we stopped all crime in our communities, what would happen? What would the police do? What would the government do? There was no crime. 911 was not called one time, anywhere. What do you think would happen? If everybody went to trial and took no plea deal, what do you think would happen? The system would collapse because it's not designed for that. So if the system is not designed for that, then we are making the system run by our choices and by our actions, by us hating our neighbors, attacking our neighbors. So that has to stop. But that's not what I came here to talk to you about today, man. Shit just got real. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, shit just got real. Shit just got real. Shit just got real. So, I say all of that to say, I have been home. This year will mark six years. March 16th, 2022 will mark six years of me being reborn. It's been a very, very, very eye-opening experience coming back into society, missing that lapse of, of 13 straight years. It's, it's been an eye-opener, you know. I've went, I've went from trying to um, find jobs and locate jobs, uh, trying to work for people, and I was just, I was just humiliated. You know, as a as a human being, as a personal experience of somebody that was just trying to make it in the world, I was humiliated. And it's not a humiliation on a on a front where it's, you know, so such a wide display of, you know what I mean? It's it's not like it's in your face is what I'm trying to say. It's just the overall experience is is embarrassing and humiliating because it's me going applying for jobs sitting here with people for a half hour, 45 minutes, them loving who I am, and running a background check and just never hearing from people again. No matter how many times I call, listen, I'm calling just to check up on the status of my application. Oh, you know, we'll, we'll have him, you know, make sure he gives you a call back and, and such. And the call never comes. It's the entitlement that American citizens have over convicted criminals the the you know the just the the looking down on the ostracism that we display 
to these returning citizens. It is slavery. I'm looked at as a slave. I'm expected to take handouts. I'm expected to be homeless. I'm expected to, to you know, I'm, there's expectations are of me that are borderline slave mentality. And we don't even realize that we're doing this to these returning citizens. This is why the recidivism rate is so high. This is why it's so hard for people to come home and fit back into a society that doesn't want them, that shuns them. So there's nowhere else for us to go but back into the impoverished neighborhoods that got us into the problems that we were in to begin with. That's where we're meant to stay. Peonage is not illegal. It just it just titled under a felony conviction. Redlining is not illegal. It's just titled under a felony conviction. No matter how much money I make, I can't go live in an HOA community without getting the authorization of the HOA to thoroughly investigate who I am to allow me into their community that I want to purchase a home in. This is what's going on in, 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 our, in our country. But that's not what I came to talk to you about today, man. You know, shit got real. You heard me say it, man. Shit got real. So, I say all that to say. Six years I've been home, man, and I've been struggling. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm better than this. Me, I'm better than this. I don't have to grovel to these people to survive. I don't have to ask for handouts because I know how to fish. I just have to have the confidence in myself to know I can make my own fishing pole. I can make my own line. I can make my own hook. I can kill my own bait. I can bait my own hook. I can cast my own pole. And I have enough patience to know that eventually a fish is going to bite that pole. I can reel it in. I can descale it. I can, I can fillet it. And I can cook it. And I can eat it. And I didn't need anybody for that. So I go and I start my foundation. I start my podcast. I start believing in myself, believing that my word is strong and that my word is truth. And people are gravitating to the truth. This is the age of Aquarius. This is the time of awakening. Time of enlightenment. So I know when I speak the truth, it's going to resonate with a lot of people. And that's what's been happening. And it's just being confident in that I still got to pay these people you know fortunately enough when I got out I, I was smart enough to get signed on with Uber while they weren't doing background checks and I've been on with Uber since and that's been my my saving grace you know eventually I'm going to come to Uber and explain the story to them and I would love to partner with Uber I really would. Uber, I think, is a is really a good organization, and I, I would really like to partner with Uber and do something for returning citizens here in the Tampa Bay area and such. So if there's a listener that happens to run across this and has contacts, hook me up, man. Hook your boy up. Man, I need help. I'm struggling, man. I don't accept federal money. I don't want their grants. 
I'm, a, I'm just hoping that the community can believe in me enough to, to help support me. I'm looking for community help. I want help from we the people who believe in what I'm saying and can maybe put me in positions to be heard a little bit louder. I don't take federal money. I don't want their grants. As bad as I'm struggling to pay my bills right now to stay afloat, you know, I have to go Uber for six, seven hours to make $100. So I have to do that and stay on top of my organization and push out enough product to get out to the people on top of what I came here to talk to you about today, man. Let me just get into it because I know y'all getting tired of hearing this crap. So listen, listen, if you've been following me and I'm going to wrap everything that I was saying up with this here. But if you've been following me, man. You know what's going on. Shit just got real. So I wake up this morning to an email, right? Because if you do know or you don't know, but I am in a performance, a stage performance going on in Miami under the title of American Sun. Yes, it is the movie that um was on Netflix with Kerry Washington. So, yes, this is the stage performance of that movie. And I've been rehearsing, I've been doing my lines, and, and I, I'm, I'm getting close to getting in character. I am playing Officer Paul Larkin, so I am getting close to, to getting in character for that. And, you know, I guess just, uh, it, I don't know. I just got up today and I got the email and I looked at the, the promotional just came out, which you can check out at brevotheaters.org. Go check that out. Look up the title American Sun plus everything else that that Terrence Pride has going on. But go check that out and, and look at the promo for it and, and you'll see me. Mr. Thomas Harold, Mr. Thomas Freeman up under American Sun. My first professional performance gives me a little outline of, of, you know, who I am and what I'm doing in the community and such. But seeing that woke my ass up. Tommy, don't you go down here and make a fool of yourself in front of these people. Don't you do that. But it's surreal for me because I wanted to come in and share these emotions with my listeners. I love you guys. I do. At the heart, this is where this is where my love really resides. It's just sitting down here with me in a microphone and talking to my people. You know? I've been through a lot, man. I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot. And I've done this on my own. I've done this on my own. Sure, I have support. You know, I have my, my parents and just a few little angels that have just come here at strategic moments in my life that, that have kept me pusher you know my daughter being the most significant one and I wanted to share these emotions with my people you know so that whoever this resonates with understands like when you're alone you're alone but you're never alone because you got you 
You are the engine. You find fuel. But you have to find that fuel. And don't put that cheap shit in you that's going to make you run like shit. Put that high grade shit in you. That's going to make you perform. Find that energy and that fuel that's going to keep you striving. Grabbing these haters by their neck and throwing them down the ladder as they're trying to grab you and pull you down. You can kick them in the face. Hater, get off me. Bitch, don't fuck up my vibe, man. I'm vibing. I'm vibing in the truth. I'm vibing in positivity. Look what I'm doing for myself. I put myself here. All by believing in myself. If you know, I came from a toxic situation. Believing in myself, not listening to what people had to say about me. Knowing what I could do. Knowing what I could push through. And it's me. I'm sitting here in a chair with barely little clothes, car payments. I don't know how I'm going to make things of that nature. But it doesn't matter. They can come take this crap, man. It doesn't matter. Because I know where I came from. I know what has happened in my life to put me where I'm at. I know the decisions that I've made, the wrong choices that I've made to put me where I'm at. And I believe in myself. And I know what I can do. And I'm getting ready to go into my first professional performance. And not only that, but a stage performance. Like when I do shit, man, I just go all the way in. I go hard. When I do shit. I'm going to be in front of people, man, up on a stage in a co-starring role with two other beautiful people, man, that are striving to 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 um to, to get somewhere in their lives, you know? And us us four people, including Mr. Terrence Pride, his his first productions, you know, trying to build up his 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 theater, his own theater. All four of us got skin in the game. And we're coming together to put together a performance, man, that is going to, like, we want we want this thing to, Hamilton, you know, Hamilton, take the world by storm. Like, who the hell are these people? This is all I got. Putting all my energy into myself and what I believe in. And, and what else have I got? I've been putting all my time and energy into other people my whole life. And it hasn't amounted me anything but to be right here in a chair, in a room, stressing. Trying to figure a way out. But I don't, I don't quit. Because I understand. I understand what getting back into that slave mentality is. And does. And yeah, I can go get a nine to five and I have no particular skill trade. So it would take me years. I'd have to work as a, you know, as a as a handyman's assistant and things. You know, 46 years old. I have two bad knees, a bad back. You know, my health isn't all that great. These are really, you know, realities that I had to come to terms with. I wasn't going to do that. 
I wasn't going to go work up under some, some handyman, probably 10, 15 years younger than me, you know, and learn and, and don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying it wasn't me. I knew that I wasn't going to do that. And eventually I was going to end up doing something different. So I say all that to say, man, this is what I came here to talk to you about today. It's just believing in yourself, man. Just look at look at what I'm doing for myself. And it's just all out of being humble and respectful and kind, peaceful, loving to everybody. Having that in my heart for every living thing. Not being so quick to kill insects just because they're they're out of place. Taking a couple few little seconds to maybe just capture them and release them. Getting over my fears of certain things. It's just respecting life. And I have met people I've never met in my life. Who care about me. Who want to support me. Who pick me up. Who who come around me, who give me hugs, who tell me good things. And they tell me bad things too. You know, they keep it real. That's where the love is at. When I know that I have somebody around me that, listen, man, you need to check yourself because you was out of line there. And I'm able to sit back and reflect and say, you know what? I was. I really was. I became emotional or whatever. And I apologize for displaying my emotions. This is why I was hurt or however. And then, but that's the type of communication we need as adults. And I'm thankful for everybody around me that is helping me keep me in line because nobody really knows the depravity of where my mind can go. You know, I can be just as dark as I can be light. That's that's the paradigm. That's the shift. You know, that's the spectrum. However great you are in one thing, you can be great in a polar opposite as well. This was my mindset as transitioning from a dope dealer to a businessman. Was understanding I'm still a businessman. Even as a dope dealer, I was a businessman. It's just that my education in creating and building businesses was was built upon a legal means. I didn't have a legal knowledge based system and i had to replace that and that's what i did but it's the same i've been in both elements i've been in both worlds it's the same mentality it's the same hustle dealing with the same clientele egotistical selfish addicted you know corporate corporate people listening to this they they hear me it's the same but I love you people, man. I love humans. I love our country. Look what we're doing to ourselves. Look what we're allowing others to do to us. Just look what's going on. Regardless whether you agree with it or not, I think we all can come to the agreement that it's what's going on is not peaceful. It's not relaxing. It's not comforting. Who in America could say that they're comfortable right now? And this is just me, man. This is just little old Thomas Free Me and the little old Thomas Free Me TV and podcast show. But one thing you're going to get with me, man, is 100% fucking real. 
and 100% fucking gangster because I'm willing to die for the fucking truth to be told. I don't have nothing to lose. I've been on the floor. I've went without showers. I've slept on cold, hard, concrete floors. I've wore the same clothes, the same white t-shirts, and the same blue khakis, whatever. I've wore them for years, every day, through the same wash. I've washed my clothes in toilets. I've washed my clothes in sinks for months. I've ate paper bags for months. In case y'all don't know what a paper bag is, it's just a little bologna sandwich, one slice of bologna, one slice of cheese, an apple, and a little fruit box drink. And we would get them for two, three days. I even had to eat out of that bag and then turn around because the water's been off and shit in that bag and leave it in that bag by the door until the next time they brought food, I'd send the shit bag out and take my food. I've been there. What are you going to take from me? The last thing that you could take from me is life. And I'm not, I'm not scared of death no more because I understand it's not, it's not the end. So what you're going to get from me is the fucking truth, man. That's what you get with me. The fucking truth as I see it, I've lived it, my experiences. This is why I say that my knowledge is my experience. And my experience is the only knowledge that I have. That allows me not to judge nobody. Not one fucking person, man. Because I don't know this person's experience. I only know mine. I can gauge it and judge it towards my experiences. But I'm not to assume anything about this person. Because I don't even know them. I don't even know their experiences. This is why I like to conversate with people. Who are you? I'll be asking some annoying ass questions, man. Who are you? Where you from? What you addicted to? I get in deep just like that, man. Because I understand. I've been all of these things. You could talk freely with me, man. And just let me know what's on your mind. And we can just try to provide solutions. I'm a very solution-oriented person. Because I ask questions. I interrogate what's going on. And when we when we reside in the truth... We figure out what's going on and we handle problems and we move past it. Strength and unity. We the people. But that'll never happen if these conversations don't exist or people are, are being led with their emotions. You can't handle the truth. You have that luxury. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know. And my existence, while grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves lives. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. If that is you, you have to just take a step back. You have to take a step back. I'll give you an example. So one of the first times I watched Malcolm X, you know, I was watching it with a with a girlfriend of mine at the time, and I became very emotional. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't even get past the intro. I couldn't even get past the intro of Malcolm X because it was very emotional. I'm a white person. I don't like to hear this shit about us, you know? We got into a big argument. And then it came out. Black women. What do you do when your white man tells you 
get over it. How many black women's jaws are dropping right now? Because it's serious, you know. That's a serious statement to make. It's an ignorant statement to make. It's an uneducated one. And of course, I was with a woman who was educated enough at the time to understand that this was just an emotional, ignorant statement. But the point of what I'm saying is that, yes, getting getting through as a white man, getting through the initial intro of Malcolm X is very hard and it's, it's emotional. And I think it was designed that way. Spike Lee's a genius. So I'm sure that that's what he wanted to do was impact white people, hit you with the truth. This is the truth. And if you can make it through this, you're going to get more truth. But if not, then you're a person that just can't handle the truth. And that's what I was in that at that time. I had to sit back and reflect upon that, reflect upon those emotions. Why did I get so emotional? Because deep down, I knew it's true. Look what we've done as a race, you know, and it's not to say that no other race has done the same atrocities that we have or it's not to say who's done it worse or anything. It's all been bad. But you're only remembered for what you last did. People aren't going to remember other oppressors. They're only going to remember us because they're still dealing with it today. So it was emotional for me. I had to sit back. I had to reflect. And I had to just ask myself questions like, okay, first and foremost, is what he's saying true? It is true. So why am I getting upset over the truth? Accept it. And if you don't like it, change it. But don't deny it. Don't alter it. Because... It's not it's it's communism. It is it is not liberty. It is not human nature to alter the truth. You're you're going against God. These are these are realizations that I had to come to grips with because I was a liar and I was a manipulator. And it's still easy for me to fall back into that comfortableness when I feel insecure about certain things. But at the end of the day, I understand that altering the truth is going against God. Because God is the truth. Whoever your God is, whatever you put God into, that is the truth. It should be. The truth has to be told whether we like it or not. And if we don't like it, we just have to change it and stop taking the easy way out. Because, again, this is how the system has designed us to look for shortcuts, easy ways, fast routes, simple things. Because we're overworked, we're tired, we're hungry, we're, we're oppressed angry we're all of these things we ain't got time for too much of of anything else so we take shortcuts loopholes easy way outs accelerators in life this is what happened to me this is how i got tied up with this nab radio and this 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 u.s behind the walls ordeal i was looking for an accelerator a quick way and i bought into the scheme and i wasted essentially a month of where i could have been out making bills doing things because i was I was actually believing in, in, in something that never produced anything tangible for the most part. And I always kept that in the back of my head as I'm working. Like, I need to see something tangible. I'm spending a lot of time. I'm spending a lot of my life energy on something that I have not seen anything produced that I could call tangible. Just a lot of talk. We can easily fall into these mechanisms of life where we just want to, we want things the quick way. But at the end of the day... You have to have faith and know that life will protect you as long as you're doing the truth. Putting your works in truth and honesty, kindness, love, the universe, life is going to work for you. This was my message today. 
This is why I wanted to come and share my emotions with you because this is what's going on with me. Life is putting me in a position to be around beautiful people, to be around beautiful people and to appreciate what I've done. And people that appreciate what I've been through, they don't look down on me. They see me for who I am and understand I've made mistakes. I've made mistakes, but the system is designed for us to make these mistakes. It's nice having people around you that can overlook what you've done based upon what you're doing. It makes you feel accepted. It makes you feel wanted. And it gives you encouragement to go out and do the right thing and be productive and continue. Because I know that I have friends behind me that can say, man, you're doing great. We know this shit is hard. We understand. So I say all that to say Man, I love you guys. And if you have not heard it today, I know I have not been on here consistently. I try to share a bunch of stuff that I got going on. But just know, know me, know Thomas Free Me. Know that I love you, we the people. I love America. I love my American citizens. No matter what you think about me, you can hate me. You can hate my skin color. I understand, but I still love you. And while you're cutting my head off, I love you because I understand what has happened to us. So just know, man, Thomas Freeme is out here every day, every waking moment thinking about we the people. How can we unite and come together by even giving you, showing you the examples of what the truck drivers did out in Colorado. That's never done, been done before that type of unity. And look what it did for our criminal justice system. So don't take what I say as gospel. Take the works. Look at the works. Look what's happening. Unity, man, is a beautiful thing. Power to the people. It's a beautiful thing when we come together. So just know that this is Thomas Freeman's words, man. I love you. I love you. You're an American citizen. You're my brother and sister. And we're fighting. We're fighting against the same, the same agenda. However your fight is, I don't want to interfere or impede or judge upon that. I just don't want mine either. And I want my path to be understood as well. But it doesn't change my love for you. So if you haven't heard it today, and like I said, I know I haven't been consistent coming on here with this, but it doesn't change. I still love you. I still pray for you. I pray that you have shelter. I'm helping a woman right now as much as I possibly can. Because I know that she's struggling and she's doing without. And she had a tough break and I understand tough breaks. I'm helping her as much as I can. Again, on my social media, I put out there about about the community just helping me help this woman get up on her feet. I get a lot of hate for it, but it doesn't matter. I get more hate than I do support, but it doesn't matter because the right amount of support has come to keep this woman sheltered and fed until she can get up on her feet, leaving the situation that she left. This is what I do. I'm out here spreading love and care. I didn't know this woman. I met her out driving. And I just was paying attention and I saw that this was a person that was out of pocket. She just she was just having a, a forked up day. And I helped her with that because I had the time and the energy to do that. And I knew that I had the time and the energy to do that. And it just took a little bit of care and love just to reach out. And help somebody with no intentions. Just help somebody survive and get a little bit of food and shelter and understand what their story is. 
had nothing to do with drugs, not addictions, not prostitution, just trusting in the wrong people. That shit is just as bad. Believing and trusting in the wrong people is just as bad as drugs. It can ruin your life just as quick. So I understand these things and I'm trying to help this woman. Again, I don't deal with federal money. I don't want these people's money because I know what's tied to that. Don't want it. Looking for the community to reach out. Support your boy. Help your boy. You can find me at www.cominghomecoalition.com. You can see all my links for support. Connect with me on social media under Thomas Free Me. And let's build. Let's build. It just takes understanding. So I love you guys. Please be safe. Stay warm if you're cold. Keep cool if you're hot. Stay fed if you can. If you can't, just keep on asking. Eventually, somebody's going to help you with some food, man. So if you're addicted, get help. Understand they want you addicted. They want you pumping them drugs into you. Stop it. Find a way. If you know that there's one person that you haven't been listening to, you've been running from because you know that one person's telling you the right thing, go to that person and tell them it's time for me. I want to be clean. I want to unite. I want to get back at what these people have done to me in my life. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. I love you. This time has freed me, man. I'm out.